Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday, as always, myself and Lorna are here to make sure that you get off to an amazing start of this week. If you're new to the podcast and our community, then make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. You will get notified every single week when we have our new episodes coming out. And as you probably heard in our last episodes, we are doing an advent calendar in December. And this week is week three, and we've come to the moment where you're going to get 20% off our pet program, the Positive Equestrian Performance Program, which both myself and Lorna are leading. So in this program, you get video lessons, you get group coaching calls on a weekly basis, you get one-on-one calls. Lorna, what am I missing? An accountability partner. Yes, an accountability partner to make sure that you actually do what you said you would do. You get uh, some one-on-one support. We have some exercises in some of those group coaching calls, but also you can come with your personal challenges. Like later on today, I'm having a call with everyone in there and everyone gets to bring their questions and challenges and we chat through all of those things. So I do want to highlight as well, it's, it's a group coaching program, but there's definitely the opportunity in there to also work on your unique personal challenges, which we think are really, really important. So we obviously talk about the stuff that we see a lot with other riders. So the most common things. So we make sure we cover those in the videos and in the exercises we do, but also you do have the opportunity to talk about your personal stuff. So if you want to know more about PEP, you go to mindic.eu slash PEP. And if you want to sign up to the program, you go to mindic.eu slash store, which is the place you can find all our different programs. You can buy all our different programs and courses. And remember this week you get 20% off the PEP program and the code that you need to use in checkout is PEP20OFF. And we will put both the link to the Mindic store, to the PEP program webpage, and that discount code in the show notes so that you have everything lined up and you don't have to remember exactly everything that I say because I do know I speak pretty fast. Right. Anything I missed there, Lorna? And what I would say is, um, yes, it is group coaching and it is probably a really affordable option for most people, but you do get out what you put in. So, yes, it is group coaching, yeah. but there's, I'm not sure if you said that, but there's 40 video lessons in there. Yeah. So a lot to work through, a lot of journaling to be done on the videos. Yes, you get a call once a week, but literally you can do so much work by yourself on this and then just bring your challenges and celebrations I might add to the calls and uh, we can work through it together as a group not just Justin and I helping you but all the other guys that are in there as well can also help you yeah exactly that and it's like I think when you hear when you talk about it I think it, you know part of me always feels like it's crazy how much we give away in this group coaching program it's like it's so much in there because you have the benefit of the one-on-one you have the group you have the community around you you have like basically everyone that's been in there for a couple of years that's also in there and are there to support you and help you out plus that you then have all those video lessons available to watch whenever you want. So yeah, it is a bit of a crazy thing really, but it's just that it's it's our way of making this affordable to as many people as possible and really ensure that you can get a hold on your mental game, which um, 
And the yeah. last little bit, I'm not sure if you mentioned, you get access to it all for six months. So yeah. it's, it's a good amount of time to work through. Exactly that. All, yeah, we do think. Yeah, that is a good point as well. It is, it is really, I always find when you have too much information in one go, it's you don't really have the time to really implement it. And when you don't implement it, information is just information. It becomes value to you the moment that you can put it to good use in your writing. And that's why we think it's important to have this access for at least six months so that you can really make sure you implement it into your writing and into your life for that matter. Because there's so many people that go into this program and they're like, oh, yeah, this is going to help with my writing. And almost everyone comes out on the other side and they're like, Oh, I did not realize how much this were going to change my whole life. Like it's with your work, your kids, your family, relationship, like everything. Because it's all mindset, right? So when you master those mindset skills, it helps you in all venues of life. So the words yeah. that I remember when I first started this is when you said to me, the way the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. And that is so true, yeah. because once you start working through your challenges in your riding, all of a sudden um, it is life changing. That sounds really corny, mm -hmm. but um it makes you um, be grateful for everything around about you. So, yeah, if you're um, in any doubt, I would say come on board. It's um, like Jocelyn said, it is massive value for money. It's a great program. There's a great bunch of people in there. Most people do stick around after the six months. So as Jocelyn said, they've got a huge amount of knowledge that can help you, not just us, but everyone else as well. Yeah, I think that's a good point as well, because I actually got that question the other day. It's good that you mentioned that, because in the initial program is six months, right? When you enter the program, you join it for six months. But we do have the option for people to stick around afterwards. So there's like a cheaper subscription that you pay, just a smaller monthly fee to stick around. And you can attend a group country call and you will ex have your access to the video lessons. Everything will stay that way. And we have seen that basically everyone makes the choice of sticking around. So it's not only me and Lorna sitting here and saying like, this is also value for what it is. The fact that so many people actually make the choice of sticking around, I think uh, says enough about the value they're getting out of it. And I'll add, it's not because the program does not work. It's because we always have work to do. We've always got something to improve <laughs> yes. on. So people don't stick around because the program doesn't work. People stick around because there's so much value and they yeah. want to keep continually improving themselves. Yeah, then that's another thing as well. It's like once you start with this whole personal development thing, it's like you realize that the more you get to know about it, the more you realize that you do not know. I, th I suppose it's a little bit the same as it is with writing. The more you learn, the more you realize that you do not yet know. And I suppose it's exactly the same with personal development. It's probably the same with everything, really. And uh, that is why this is sort of like an everlasting journey. Like, I think this is a journey that continues to, till the day you stop breathing, basically. And even, you know, even when you start to like talk to those like or you listen to podcasts from those like big mindset guru guys or women, that's what they say also all the time. It's like it's it never ends. Like it just keeps on going and keeps on going. There's always that next level of personal development that you can achieve. And that's what I think is so cool about this thing. Yeah, there's always something to learn. There's always something to take on board. That was a very big intro. But what we're going to talk about today is a question that we received on Instagram. So grateful for those questions at keep on coming in and the question that we got today is how do I keep my confidence when my energy is low so this is certainly something that I have experienced myself when you're tired or you're not quite 100% up to par it's more challenging to keep positive thoughts uh, to feel good about yourself to feel about good about your situation everything just becomes harder and I did I just told you Lorna before we started recording I did experience this myself a couple of weeks ago I was competing 
and I was sick. So I got sick like the day before I was going to leave. But me being me, I was like, I'm definitely going competing. But I wasn't feeling my best. Like I was quite under the weather. And obviously that did impact the way that I performed during like it was a three day competition. And I found it. I wasn't enjoying it as much as I usually would be. I wasn't performing as well as I usually would be. And I absolutely think that that, and that's not to make it an excuse, but it was certainly because I wasn't mentally as resilient as I usually would be. I had a harder time keeping that pressure pushed away, having my self-confidence on top because I wasn't feeling 100%. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works here, which is probably not what you expected me <laughs> to say. I actually write better when I'm sick because it stops me from trying so hard. I love that. <laughs> And that, of course, when, Lauren I always needs to disagree, but that's what I love about her. She doesn't always agree with me. <laughs> but no, let's uh, let's dive back into what you were saying because I I totally understand yeah. where you're coming from. But for me personally, I I am almost the opposite. I experience a bit of the opposite because yeah. I'm sure you all know by now I am an out and out trier. Like I want to give not even a hundred percent. I want to give a million percent to everything I do. Mm determined like so determined that everything's gonna work out but actually when I start to feel sick obviously I don't have so much energy so I actually try less and it tends to work out better let's go back to your competition yeah, yeah we will get to this in a bit yeah okay so that let's start with okay I was feeling sick I was tired I was under the weather I my whole body just felt quite drained if I'm being honest and and, uh, you know, one thing I do think is very important then, and here comes the first tip really that I definitely want to put in here today. It's not allowing that to be like, oh, shit, I, I can't do this. Like and my mental game is all over the place and I, I I haven't got this order because that was a little bit what happened to me, actually. I was like, oh, everything has worked out so great the last few weeks and now it doesn't. Oh, I've lost it. I've lost it. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing and oh, I'm going down the drains again and oh, this is just going to go from bad to worse. And that's sort of what happened in my mind. Because I was having that one day, which, you know, wasn't great. And what I what always helps for me is to sort of take a step back and be like, OK, look at the facts here. You're sick. OK, that is probably a participating factor. And I have this sort of formula. It's like different things that you can check off. I think I spoke about this in an earlier episode, but just to repeat for the ones that haven't listened to this episode. It's a very good self-diagnosed exercise to do. OK, halt. You make a halt, you literally as a horse, you make a halt and you go through the letters of halt being H. Am I hungry? Because that will have an impact on my mental resilience. A, am I angry? Because that will have an impact. L, do I feel lonely? And T, am I tired? So I think in my case, you know, I was definitely tired because I was, I was, I was sick, right? And that is just the knowledge of being like, okay, but I am feeling really tired and I cannot expect myself to be like on top of my game. And that is probably the reason. And that just helps me to sort of give it a place, relax about it and don't have to panic about it and think, oh, I'm getting worse. Nothing I'm doing is working. Oh, shit. Like in a sort of half panic in the whole thing uh, and just be like, OK, I'm just tired. How can I fix that? I can go to bed early and I can make sure that I get a good night's sleep and tomorrow it's probably going to be better. Yeah, and I think we talk about this quite a lot but for me it would come down to my definition of success as well 
you know, you talked about the pressure of getting to you a bit and, you know, being around different yep. people and not sticking to your normal routine and all those kinds of things. And we have touched on this and we talked about it. Why are you at that competition? And it comes down to that favorite question of yours. Are you proving yourself or are you improving yourself? Like, yes, you're sick and you're not feeling very well. But we always talk about making the best out of every situation. So are you there just to train your horse? Are you there just to try your best? Are you there just to put your training into practice? And if all those answers are yes, you try your best. Yes, you're sick. And all those things, like you say, are a factor, a huge factor in it. But if you go in that ring and try your best, and yes, you might not feel as strong as normal. You you know, you you might feel a bit weak sometimes when we feel sick. Our brains are not in it. We can't stay focused, all those kind of things. But if you go in and try your best, that's all you can do. You cannot expect yourself to do any better. So when you're saying there, oh, shit, it's falling apart and I can't concentrate and I can't see the distances and, you know, it all becomes a blur and Joe Bloggs has stood over there and he's just watched me mess up that distance. Oh, my God, what am I even doing here? Well, if you're honest with yourself or hopefully if you're honest with yourself, there you're there to test your training. You're there to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. This actually reminds me of something that you, you spoke about a couple of weeks ago. And I, I think it comes down to expectations, certainly, because, you know, rather if you, if you have, you know, you have diagnosed yourself, let's say you've gone through those faults, like those four letters mm -hmm. and you've pinpointed, OK, one of them. OK, there's a reason why I'm not having my full mental resilience today. And then adjust expectations to being like, OK, the starting point today is probably minus two. Like if you were to start on zero on a normal day, today I'm starting on minus two. And if I just were to get to minus one or zero today, that's a good day, right? And it's sort of like more about just like adjusting the starting point. Like, And I, I wanted to, I wanted to relate this to what you were saying a couple of weeks ago also when you were, you had been out on a show and you came back late in the evening and the weather wasn't great and you were really tired and you went out running and, you know, it's not going to be your, greatest run in history and then but it was about that day for you to just get a get the job done like that in itself the fact that you put your running shoes on and you went out and you ran those kilometers and you got the job done that could be a bigger win than you know the days where you were to go from zero to 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 10 right the fact that you on that day when you started out the minus two got yourself to zero and you actually just went out there and did it that could be a bigger mental win than on the days yeah. when you're probably having your fastest run. And that's probably leading this back to the competition I was at. Just the fact that I actually went there, I showed up, I did, like, I warmed up my horses, I went in there, I jumped around. And just the fact that I did that and got the job done also on a day when I wasn't feeling great. If you like, but it's just about expectations, right? It's just about expectations that you set for that particular day. Is it to perform 100%? Yeah, then you're going to be disappointed. But recognizing if I am hungry, angry, lonely, tired, lowered expectation. And I think as well, for me, that comes down to way before why you're even there, you know, goal setting, the thing that we all should start, not should do, we don't have to do everything. But what we recommend doing is goal set. Then you find out, are you interested or committed? So that works for your show. You're committed to your longer term goals. That is why you went there when you were sick. Otherwise, you could have sacked it off, stayed at home, watched TV, and then felt really guilty for not going. The same with my running. I'm not sure how many people know this yet, but um, calling it out, calling it out, and I are um, somehow or other. Well, he is a professional athlete. I am not, but have signed up to run a marathon. So yeah, had been at a show. I think I had seven miles or seven and a half miles that I should have run that night. I got home. I 
competed, I'd driven the truck, I was knackered, I could not be bothered, the weather was rubbish outside, but I am committed to that because like everything I do, I am committed. And I actually, it would have eaten me all night if I had not done it. So the fact that I put my shoes on, like Justin said, got out in the weather, I actually was sending her a voice note at the same time trying to pick myself up whilst I was running <laughs> and telling myself, you know, whilst I was running, you can run, you're good because it's the same as in your riding, every part of you especially when you can't be bothered and you don't feel like it is like, this is a really bad idea. Like, why are you doing this? You could be at home, sat on the couch, the fire's on. You could have the TV on, you could be reading a book, whatever that is. Why are you outside running when you feel like this? So you can talk yourself into or out of anything. So it's exactly the same when you're riding. And this marathon is just another mental challenge for me. That is, that is all it is. Yes, you have to be fit, but it is a mental challenge. So the fact that I could talk myself into, I'd say the first three miles were pants, for want of a better word. Every part of me wanted to give up. Every single part. But no part of me will, because that is me by nature. If I commit to something, I am doing it, no matter what. So yes, it wasn't my best run. Did I do my fastest run? No, I didn't. Did I get the job done? Yes, I did. Hmm. And some days you just have to get the job done. And when we feel sick or tired or can't be bothered or any of those things, the fact that you just show up and you try, for me, mm. is what makes you all superstars, is what makes everyone a superstar. I suppose it comes down to like counting your accomplishments rather than, you know, it, it feels like that gap and the gain thing. Being proud of the things like recognizing your start of the minus two and recognizing the fact that you did actually get the job done and that is an accomplishment in itself. And that is going to help your confidence grow. And just to start, like, set smaller, sort of make the sub goals even smaller. And then, like, every step forward is something that you can, quote unquote, reward yourself for and be proud of. And rather than being like, oh, yeah, but it wasn't perfect. Like, it wasn't as I as it would have been on a day where I was feeling great, let's say. But for me, it comes down to why are you doing this? Like, why are you going to a show? Mm. Why? Like, you and I had this conversation. Like, why are you there? Mm. and that whole thing again comes back to sound like a broken record but are you proving yourself or improving yourself are you there to improve your horse are you there to improve yourself are you there just to test your training in that competition environment with a slightly higher pressure yeah or are you there to say hey look at me yeah or even like you know improving yourself that is like on a tough day i can get you know improving myself in the sense that i can i can go from like feeling terrible to still mm -hmm. doing it and that is improvement in itself mm -hmm. yeah okay good so halt di self-diagnose yourself adjust your expectations count your blessings <laughs> count the, mm -hmm. the achievements are you focusing on improving yourself or improving yourself yeah i think those are all really really good ones anything else i guess the next thing for me to would be when you feel like that let's now figure out what can give you confidence yeah. because you do not have to choose to feel like this. This is a really cool thing. And I've read a lot about this recently and it's all about our emotions. And actually they will only last for 10 seconds. Like the chemical process of an emotion lasts for 10 seconds. So if we feel like this for any longer, we are choosing to feel like this. That is our choice. So yes, you might not want to feel well, You not that you might want it, you don't feel well, but it's like me and my running. If you keep telling yourself that it's rubbish or you keep telling yourself that you're no good and you don't have confidence and what's the point in being here, that's not serving you. That's not helping you. So what does give you confidence? What can you do? Not what you can't do, what can you do? 
how are you going to switch this around? Yeah, you can give us the answer to that because you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and I, yeah, I read that a while back as well. It's like you know, an emotion is something that is physics, right? That's something that's mm-hmm. a chemical reaction in your body, yeah. and you can't really do much about like that is happening. Um, but that is like you say, only lasting for ten seconds. After that, it turns into a feeling, and a feeling mm-hmm. is something that you steer with your thoughts. So yeah, you can let that run its course, but no, like you say, after the first 10 seconds, when the emotion part is wearing out, that's when you are making the choice of sticking in the feeling of things because you choose to keep those thoughts, right? Rather Mm -hmm. than switching those thoughts around to something else. And that makes you feel better, right? And I think, you know, going back to this, this competition, what I did was I changed my focus from trying to prove myself like literally and and you know I, I'm very aware of this but I had still gotten caught up in the proving myself game um, and not so much proving my writing skills probably but proving more the mental side and I was trying out this special technique that I was working on and it worked out great on like the competition that I'd been on the weeks before and then it came into a little bit of a more tense set- setting I wasn't feeling great and I was trying to prove that this particular yeah. mental skill that I like mental technique that I'd been using, that that worked out. And that's where I got caught up in. Again, I realized afterwards proving myself, not proving myself so much in the writing skills part of the game, but like proving myself in the mental skills part of the game. So I had again, like gotten, gotten back into that proving thing. And what, how I switched those thoughts around was towards having fun. Like rather than focusing on anything really, like in terms of writing or not writing and mental skills or not, like I just like, I'm just like, I've had enough of it. Like I just forget it altogether. And I'm just going to focus on having fun with my horses. And I'm so grateful I currently have those two amazing horses. And the only thing I care about really is enjoying the time here together with them. Like I'm off on a like three day show and I'm the only thing I want to do is appreciate the time. You never know how many, how long those horses are going to be in my life. And I just going to enjoy every second i'm not going to waste another moment that i'm here and having time together with those horses whether it's sitting on them being around them i'm not going to waste another moment i'm going to smile and have fun every single single part of this the rest of this competition i think it comes down to being true to yourself like believe in the skills that you have change they talk about changing the channel so how do you do that then to me, this is how I changed my channel there and then to enjoyment. Yeah. Like, but what can you give some more examples? Because it's always like go good and well is like change your channel. But like, I, I guess people well, sometimes are like, well, how do you do that? Your brain needs a new task, doesn't it? It needs mm-hmm. something else. So if I was, it's, and I think it's not as easy as somebody says to you, okay, you've got no confidence. So then suddenly you're going to go in the ring and you're going to be confident. Like, how do, how do you even do that? Like yeah. you said, like, it's not that easy. Somebody's like, oh yeah, just change it. So for me, I think about things that give me confidence. And I think one really cool thing is music for me. Like get a song in your ears, in your AirPods, that makes you feel good, that makes you feel really confident. And I always like, I say to people, imagine you are superwoman. Like what does superwoman look like with that music in her ears? And what I do, or I try to do to turn it around, is think of one task I'm going to give myself. So I've got that music in my ears. I'm feeling really confident. What is the one thing I'm going to focus on in there? And it's not about being perfect. It's not about jumping clear. It's not about any of those things. It's things like keeping a rhythm, like being able to keep my eyes up. It like just one task, one simple task for my brain to understand and be able to try and go in there and execute. So for me, I would change my channel by something that pips me up for um, mm-hmm. want of a better word or phrase mm-hmm. or sentence. 
something Pepsi like, also like music like or... change like actually change the state break the state yeah. whatever you want yeah. to call it like because yeah. I don't think it's enough just to say oh you know you're choosing to feel sad frustrated angry you know any of those things mm-hmm. okay now you're going to feel happy mm-hmm. like how do you do that how well, are you going to get how are you going to get exactly that like yeah. how are you going to get to your happy place like how do you change it and for me it's that real thing of focusing on the person that I want to be mm-hmm. what does confident me look like I've done it before. I can do it again. So what did I do at that time? Mm-hmm. And I'm quite good with imagery. Like I like yeah. to visualize stuff. I like to remember. And music for me is a massive thing. Like get yourself a playlist. Yeah. Pep playlist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's about, again, like with all those things, it's about finding what works for you, right? Try with the playlist, see what that does for you. Yeah. Like in, and you know, visualize yourself feeling happy put a smile on your face just the fact that you're putting like a physical smile on your face is going to create happy feelings because that's a chemical reaction in your body um and something else you mentioned also focusing on the things that you can do because a lack of confidence always comes from you focusing on something that you're not sure either something that you can't do mm. or something that you're not sure you can do it's an uncertainty right it's uh, there's doubt there there's worry there am i going to be able to do it and that creates like just detrimental to your self-confidence you you yeah doubt and worry like all those things are detrimental to your confidence so focusing on anything that you can do for certain like something that you know for sure that you can do that is a hundred percent within your control you know whether that is riding racing rising trot or you know making sure that your horse is cantering from behind and that you're creating a rhythm like i I might not always be able to see a stride and that's something that creates uncertainty and and you know lack of self-confidence in me but something that i know i can do is to create impulse in my horse's hind legs something i know i can do is make sure that my horse is straight riding to a fence like all those things i have 100% confidence i know that i can do that so i put my focus towards those things instead and another cool thing that we do a lot of in pet and we do with our one-on-one clients is you can set nlp anchors so they they are basically it's it's exactly the same as a ship anchor it takes you back to that place of feeling confident like we step again it's all it's all visualization and imagery but we take you back to that place and it's actually a physical touch that can take you into those feelings of confidence so it is you know I talk about music and things but it's a real technique that does actually work by touching your your thumb and your forefinger and you can literally step back into those times when you are confident and that comes back to the importance of journaling on every single ride good bad or indifferent finding the positives finding what worked finding what didn't work and then literally at the touch of your finger you can become superwoman or man again so basically for people who's never heard of an, and we've talked about this sometimes in the past but for, for someone that's listening to this podcast episode now and it's probably the first time like you know they got in touch with me, like what is an anchor an anchor so think of it as a ship anchor it's something that keeps you solid it's something that keeps you safe so when you need mm-hmm. to step back into so you're having this wobble you don't feel well your confidence uh, has gone amiss you want to you want to be that confident person. You want to be the person that you want to be, the person that knows, the person that trusts themselves, the person that trusts their skills. So we uncover, we look back at like all your past performances when you felt like that, all those feelings. We do a bit of visualization work, um, literally so you can recall 
stepping back into the state and then we set anchors so when the feeling peaks essentially of you feeling at your best and you're most confident you basically you set an anchor when you get this really excited um feeling the knot in your stomach when whatever happens to you when you're when you're just at the top of your game and then literally we break those anchors we do something else and then we set them again so it's a process it takes time um it doesn't just work and setting an anchor is for example like just to make it very clear that it like the the typical anchor it's like touching your like your the the tip of your tongue is touching yeah. the second knuckle of your your longest finger, right? Your yeah, middle not, finger, not your knuckle, the tip of your other the tip, finger. the tip of your yeah, yeah. So it's and that is in a physical anchor. So what we like, what basically what you're doing is you're taking those feelings that Lauren is talking about, and it's good to make them really really strong at the moment where you do yeah. this. So you visualize, you create those really good feelings inside of you, and then you basically link that to physical reaction in your body so when you feel those feeling you you touch like the, the the tip of your thumb with the tip of your middle finger yeah. and then if you do that enough time you program into your system so that every time you then make that physical touch thing between your thumb and your middle finger you've programmed yourself to link that with those good feelings so when you then touch it at any time in the future you create those feelings in yourself yeah. You basically relive it. You relive every yeah. single detail so you can access it whenever you need it most. Mm-hmm. This is next level stuff, but uh, <laughs> for the ones that are ready for it. <laughs> yeah, there's tons of cool stuff. Yeah, A lot on, like I work and you do as well, a lot on visualization. You can, you know, switch images, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But there are, there are lots of tools you can add to your toolbox to get yourself back into the right place. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. In an attempt to sum this up, I don't even know where we started anymore. <laughs> we started with <laughs> we, we started with the fact that you can self-diagnose, uh, halt, and recognize where it comes from to yeah. like not allow that to become a negative spiral, but just to like give it a place. It's like, oh yeah, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm hungry, I'm I'm lonely and angry. Okay, that's why. Like, don't pay too much attention to it. Like, don't don't think it's something that is, you know, because it's easy to just like blow it out of proportion and think that everything you've done the last three weeks have just gone down the slopes, which is yeah. obviously not true. It's just this very moment you're hungry, angry, long, tired. What did we talk about after that? I think your emotions. Basically name yeah. your emotions and then tame your emotions. You know, you if you are focusing on feeling sad, frustrated, angry, any of those things for more than 10 seconds, you are choosing to do that. That is your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then... I started talking about, maybe you talked about something in between, but um, focus on something that you can do. So if whenever you focus on something that you are not quite sure you're able to do, you're going to feel less confident. And when you focus on things that you know for a fact that you can do, you're going to feel more confident. So choose um, what you focus on. Yeah. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Focus on what you, like you say, what you can do. What are your skills? You know, don't focus on the things that you can't do there and then in the moment focus on what you can do and then I think from that we went on to talk about how you can change your channel how you can break your state how you can find the new confident you not the new one the one that you had before which your brain has is focusing so much on the negative at the minute at that minute in time it's it's filtered out all your positive experience yeah and then you went on to say the anchor 
create a confidence anchor, like a physical anchor when you're feeling those really confident feelings and create an anchor so that you can recreate that whenever you need it. Um, and one more thing, and I'm just going to throw in as a bonus without starting a whole new conversation, but just because I thought about it, um, as something John Hame always talked about as well in the book, Ride Big, it's like you never lose your confidence. Mm-hmm. It's always there. Because it's easy to think it's like, oh, I've done all this work and I built up my confidence and now something happened and I lost it or I'm feeling tired and now I lost it. Your confidence is there all the time. It's that huge Lego castle that you're building up block by block by block by block. And yes, one particular thing can happen, but that has not broken off your confidence. The only thing that can break down your confidence is you telling yourself that you have lost your confidence and brainwashing yourself into telling yourself you lost your confidence. Your confidence is still there. Like that's that big solid wall that you've already built up and you're just making yourself think that it's not there by telling yourself. Yeah, you've lost exactly. It. Like confidence is just knowing you can do whatever the job is yeah. in front of you. So if you keep telling yourself you can't, then guess what? All your thoughts become your beliefs and then that that is going to become your reality. Excellent. Okay. That's all for today. Don't forget, this is week three of the Mindek Advent calendar. This week, we're giving you 20% off our amazing program, the Positive Equestrian Performance Program, where you get coached by both myself and Lorna. You get all those video lessons. You get an accountability partner. You get a one-on-one call. I'm sure I'm sure I'm missing a lot of stuff in there. You basically get everything that we offer and ways that we help you uh, become better as a rider and master the mental game all in one program. You get access for six months with the choice of sticking around afterwards. And all you need to do is go to mindic.eu slash store to register. Make sure you use the code PEP20OFF to get your 20% off. And it's only valid this week. So only from the 11th of December being today until the 17th of December. After that, this uh, discount won't be available anymore. You'll find the links and the discount code in the show notes. And if you've got any questions, you know where to find us. And to finish off, we're going to challenge you all to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. 